Hi, welcome to Chalk Talk Sports Podcast, powered by Powering You. I'm your host, Daryl DeVault, inviting you to see us weekly. You can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple, and Android. And just a little information on Powering You. Powering You was founded in 2015 to inspire and to enlighten people who are on a personal journey. With that in mind, we decided to create a platform to share the stories of great athletes and the things that motivate them. When it comes to motivations, athletes have to be trained to push themselves to another level. Leaders are trained to find out what motivates a team, and personal motivators drive individuals. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about sports and recruiting, high school recruiting, and COVID-19. We've never experienced anything like what we experienced today. It is crazy. We're learning how to live and work a different way. Then you have sports. There is none in the high school sports scene. And, you know, my guest today is Nick DeVos. Am I, am I saying that right, last name right? DeVos? Yes, sir. You're saying it perfectly. Bro. All right. From Branded Sports. You know, Nick has 20-plus years in sports industries from coaching to sales and also entrepreneur. So I want to kind of bring Nick on, kind of tell, him, tell us a little bit about himself, and then we can take the interview from that point. Nick, you got it. Appreciate you having me on, first of all, Daryl. Um, just getting the opportunity to be on such a you know powerful platform. I really, uh, really like what you're doing uh, of giving athletes a platform to, um, you know, have their own voice and to you know set their own code. Uh, but a little bit about myself: uh, grew up in Houston, Texas. Uh, got six, well, five siblings, four sisters, one brother. Uh, athletics were always a part of my life. Uh, growing up, I played multiple sports, but football was my main sport. I went to Westbury High School, played sports there, was able to graduate and get a scholarship to Southeast Oklahoma State University. Uh, I was a four-year starter there, team captain, all-conference performer. Um, And after college, I I got into coaching. Uh, Actually, one of my coaches, um, you know, he thought that I would be a good coach and thought I should stick around and be a graduate assistant. I was having a son at the time, so it allowed me to stay in the area and also get my master's, uh, which I ended up getting my master's in secondary education. And from that point on, uh, I coached football, college football, uh, for 10-plus years. Uh, started out at Southeast Oklahoma State. Uh, once I finished up there, coached at Texas A&M Kingsville, uh, which is in South Texas, a very rich tradition university, also known as Texas A&I, with Darrell Green, Gene Upshaw, uh, and multiple others. Uh, that went to school, so they have a couple of Hall of Famers. Um, and then I was able to get a chance to start a college football program at the University of the Incarnate Word in San Antonio. And that was really special, uh, coming from a place like Annam Kingsville with a lot of tradition and then being able to have an opportunity to start um, tradition. And we started out Division II school, uh, played in Division II in the Long Star Conference uh, for four years, and then jumped up to Division One AA FCS um, in 2013. And so finished out my coaching career in 2018, got out of coaching, uh, moved up north uh, to the DFW area to be closer with my son, um, and also got into sales and media. And so on the sales side, I sell sports safety equipment uh, with game breaker and helmet fit and clear gear. All are, you know, protective and safety uh, equipment. Uh, for multiple sports, mainly football. And I started out on the media side with uh, theoldcoach.com, which is a high school 
uh, recruiting um, and also scores, uh, game recaps, basically a high school um, website in Texas. And so I did that in 2018 in the fall. I was able to go to games, you know, every week, uh, do in-game highlights, interviews, different things like that, and I really enjoyed it. And so um, starting this fall, I created branded sports and started to do those things on my own. So on the weekends, I would go to uh, high school games, do post-game interviews, uh, in-game highlights, um, also pre-game, you know, leading up to the games, uh, different posts on social media, on Twitter, Instagram. Um, and then this spring, I started to, you know, dip into the seven-on-seven market, going to tournaments each weekend, uh, watching the watching the teams, getting to watch players, um, players with five stars and players with no stars. And what I started to do was put out a list each week or a couple lists each week of top performers from the tournaments, top quarterbacks, top defensive players, and top sleepers. And I would do that for the high school division. Uh, basically, in recruiting, uh, media drives a lot of recruiting, and I wanted to be able to give student-athletes a platform um, you know, to be able to market themselves and not only student athletes, also organizations um, and events, you know, it's a place to come and market your event, market your platform, um, you know, market your organization, because a lot of college coaches, me being a former college coach, um, use social media to recruit. Um, and that's the power of social media, which I'm sure we'll get into um, of everybody having control over their own narrative. And so, Brandon Sports has been really good. A lot of kids have gained a lot of attention, got received some offers from universities, um, not only because of Brandon Sports, but it definitely helped speed the process. So that's a little bit about me. Uh, Nick, you really, you did. thank you for that uh, intro. Um, and, uh, you know, again, social media has become a big part of recruiting in high school. And with, with what, is, what is going on in today's society with COVID-19, it is the only thing that the student athletes can do right now is showcase their skills in a different way. Um, and, you know, again, that's why I kind of get to, uh, in this podcast that we're talking about today, it's kind of getting your perspective on recruiting in today's society. Um, also, uh, you know, I want to kind of go back to your uh, first, when you started off at Incarcerate Word in San Antonio, you pretty much, you were there when they were starting to build up that program. And I think it's, was Ricky Williams a part of that build-up too with you? Or yes, yes, he ended up coming. I think in 2012. So we started in 20 uh, what, 2008 was when we founded the program. We graduated everyone the first year and then started to play in uh, 2009. And then he came along around 2012, 13. When we were making the transition uh, from Division Two to Division One. And so. Um... And and again, going back to branded sports, you know, this uh, what you kind of launched out last year, and what were come, what are some of the feedbacks you got from some of the student athletes, and you know, this the new entrepreneurship uh, platform that you kind of getting, and and how respective receptive were them, especially because of you being a coach. I know that really helped you out a lot to kind of get into that because I mean you know, having the, the getting the word from a uh, actual division one or division two coach and, and, and letting them take it, you know, getting that ideas of what it's going to take. So if you can kind of 
kind of go over some of the stuff that you kind of what you do with the kids and how you talk to them and some of the stuff that you've done in the last year with the new branded sports? Well, you know, I, I get messages from kids all the time um, thanking me for, you know, just giving and putting them on the platform. Um, I had a kid the other day that thanked me for putting him on the top performer list because he told me ever since I got on that top performer list, I've had a lot more opportunities come my way. And I told him that's what I created this platform for. And so, you know, anytime that you get to interview a kid, because, you know, you got to think about it on the team, there are probably five, you know, at the most on most team big time guys and all those guys get the attention. So when I'm going to a game or when I'm going to a tournament, it's whoever have the best game that day. It may not be the five-star guy or the guy that with all the offers. It may be a guy with no offers. And so that's my job and my passion to, you know, give that guy some love to help him market himself, to put a, give him a platform to say, Hey, this guy here, even though he may not be LSU material, he can be a Southeast Oklahoma material. He can be Incarnate Word. He can be a University of Houston. He can be a Texas Wesleyan. Um, just because all those, you know, universities play football, they have opportunities, you know, to, to continue education and your athletic career. So whenever I talk to kids, I always, you know, I, I ask them what their Twitter is. Uh, we talk about Twitter. You know, if you're a student athlete now, you definitely need to have a Twitter because college coaches use it. I tell them what to put in their heading in their Twitter. You know, your, the year you are, your position, um, your GPA, if you have test scores, your huddle film, if you, you know, have any accolades, put all that in there because that's, you know, like your resume. And also, you know, talk to them about academics, you know, sign up with the NCAA eligibility center. Um, have you taken the test? You can't, you know, if you haven't taken the test or signed the eligibility center, you can't take an official visit. So just educating them and tell them not to get frustrated with the process and, and you know, what to focus on. But, I'll, you know, the first thing I always start out is academics because I, I have a saying that even when I used to coach and recruit, and, you know, of course my name is Nick and everybody knows Nick Saban. And I say, I don't care if you're Nick DeVos or Nick Saban. If, you know, if your academics aren't right and you're on a qualifier, it's not a damn thing we can do for you. Right. You know, you would have to take the junior college route or go another route, but – you have to do your part before we can do our part. And, and the NCAA controls if you're eligible or not, not, you know, individual coach or university. So just educating them on, you know, multiple things and, and really echoing the things that their parents, their coaches, uh, the mentors, their trainers are, are telling them. So, uh, and so I'm going to go back to back some, some of the social media stuff. What has been your experience with uh, sites such as Facebook and Twitter and how was the interaction with the public? So I, from, uh, the previous conversation you did tell me that you're working on your website, but you kind of you're you're doing a lot on the Twitter and the Instagram. So how has that really uh, uh, helped you to get the word out on your uh, on your new entrepreneurship uh, company, Brandy Sports? Well, my target, you know, my target audience: student athletes, you know, coaches, high school coaches, college coaches, are my main audience, and. Twitter is the biggest platform that they use to recruit, market, um, and push out information. And so that was why I started with Twitter and my main focus, just because, like I said earlier, as a college coach, 
you know, I couldn't, and I started recruiting Louisiana and Arkansas. I couldn't get out there and recruit those schools. But if I'm scrolling on Twitter and I see a kid's highlights, now that opens up um, a pathway of communication and an opportunity to discover another kid. And so, you know, me knowing the power and understanding the power of Twitter and of putting your film out there, putting your video out there, putting your information out there, um, it has definitely helped me. You know, Facebook, I haven't tapped in so much because Facebook audience is more of an older audience. Right. And I, I do tap in a little bit um, on my personal side, but I haven't t- taken branded to that side because I don't want to spread myself too thin. And with me understanding the Twitter audience and Instagram is more for the younger audience, you know, for the kids to build the buzz because they like the pictures, they like the videos, you know, they, they spend a lot of time on Instagram also, you know, like I said, Twitter for me, more for, you know, communicating with the coaches and, and being the bridge between student athletes and coaches or, or high school coaches and college coaches. Um, so that's how I kind of use those uh, platforms how do you, and how they've been beneficial to me. How do you feel about it? Have you used an Instagram Live? I have not yet. Okay. Um, just because, you know, when I work events, I'm doing a couple different things. I'm also working a lot of them with Game Breaker 2, providing the protection um, for a lot of the events and the kids, the headgear. Um, so I haven't did so much live. And also, too, me understanding – my platform so if i work a tournament on the weekends then i'm just gonna get a whole bunch of footage information talk to coaches take pictures of kids and i'm not gonna post a whole bunch of information and then once i push the list out and start pushing things out i do that over the course of the week and so um that's why i haven't did so much of the facebook live just because i like to kind of stretch it out monday tuesday wednesday or more my days of uh, you know, blasting a lot of information out on the tournaments on the platform. And and how and uh, so what do you what uh, what do you consider to be the pros and cons of using social media with sports? Well, the pros and cons with social media to me depends on how you use it. You know, if you use it in a negative way, it could be a con. If you use it in a positive way, it could be a pro. And that's not just in recruiting that's period no matter if you you know you're personal you're entrepreneur or, or however you're trying to market yourself or your organization or program um you know it's definitely you know beneficial and also um i would say mm, you know understanding those those platforms um you know really go a long way and help you to understand your message too and what do you think the best way to gain more relevancy, relevance on social media with uh, student athletes? I think to make sure when you're posting things, you're posting them in a business mindset, you know, and that's hard for a 14, 18 and 19 year old to do because when they are thinking social media, thinking about their friends. And there are other platforms that you can do that, whether it's Snapchat, whether it's Instagram, whatever else. But in a platform like Twitter, like I said earlier, that's your resume. And so uh, the more positive things about yourself you can post, um, posting your workouts, posting your, your, your report card or your grades or your GPA, your test scores, um, you know, any accolades you get. 
um, and just posting, you know, positive things, anything you do in the community, just really, you know, opening up the world to who you are and diving into who you are and who you want to be, because you might not be that person, but you're striving to be that person. So if people can connect with your message, they can connect, uh, connect with your, you know, um, authenticity um, and being very authentic in who you are. Um, I think that's the best way and, and posting your highlights and not just posting things once, you know, uh, posting once a month, you know, getting them out there because even though you posted it that one time, um, you know, it may be another time that you post somebody else may see. And so um, those are a couple of things that you can definitely do to help market yourself. Has social media affected your personal life and more like the traditional media? Um, and, re- and I, and I kind of go back to, in retrospect to what you've done in the past from the coaching to where you are right now. Uh, of course, you know, a big deal on why, you know, I chose social media to build a platform on social media is because when we were building Incarnate Word up and getting the name out there and starting the program, you know, traditional media wasn't really gravitating towards something new. You know, especially in Texas and football, there's so many traditional universities. Um, And so what I was able to do was have a platform to push out information and say, hey, here's some information about Incarnate Word. This is who we are. This is, you know, what we have. Hey, we have Ricky Williams. He's a part of what we're doing. Hey, we have Tom Benson, um, who's, you know, God rest his soul, but a billionaire and owner of the Saints and, and the Hornets and. He was a part of, he was a benefactor of our program. And that, that was really big. And when I went to and started recruiting Louisiana, he's a Louisiana guy. People gravitated towards that because in Louisiana, he's a legend. So, you know, really getting out there and building that up helped me to understand, you know, we all, no matter what you have, whether it's you're working for someone, you're building a personal brand or you have a company. Um, it's very using social media. I say this all the time is like sending out thousands of a, a blast email a day. Whenever you post, that's like posting or sending out a bulk email every day to people. Some people you have the email addresses, some people you don't. And, and so uh, really understanding that power, really being able to get the message out there and to articulate your own message. You know, this is who we are, not this is who we people perceive us to be. And as a as a, a person, especially as a student athlete, um, you see it from NBA players, to professional athletes to college or whatever, high school. You know, you control your voice and you control who you are, no matter if it's good, bad and different. You have the power to be accountable for all of your actions and to also to, um, you know, tell people your story. You know, and I, and that is correct. You know, I can say social media definitely set a set a milestone in many aspects of life and sports, and 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 in and I know exception, especially what we're going through right now with the COVID nineteen, and it's kind of changing the way we actually living, changing the way we doing things, and making it where I mean, again, we just pretty much right now are just in our house. I mean trying to find different ways to basically, uh, you know, live. I mean, and this is where, you know, podcasts, Zooms, and uh, 
I mean, these things are becoming big ways to to get the message out. And so I kind of leave it at, at uh, you know, what do you think, what are some of the uh, things that you think kids need to do in this situation when they're kind of going through the social, they know the recruiting because the 11th, the 10th and the 11th grade, this was their year. This was the seven and seven. I mean, gearing up for football, spring football and all that stuff is gone. So what do you, what would you suggest kids do now to get ready for the fall? Because I mean, I pray that we do. I, 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 I mean, if we can just kind of do what we need to do, hopefully everything will go back to normal by this fall, and we can and we can start getting back to it. Because I mean, with no football, no, I mean, with no sports, it's just like I mean, can't go outside. You can go outside and walk, but I mean, everything is pretty much <laughs> shut down. Yeah. So with the kids being in the house, some doing their work. But those are the, the ones that are actually trying to get it to the next level. What are some of the suggestions or ideas that you would you would kind of throw out there for them? Uh, number one, control. Focus on what you can control. And a couple of things that you can control. I think everyone right now should educate themselves as much as possible on on the recruiting process and the academic uh, requirements in order to play college football at each level, because at each level, it's different. You have different academic requirements uh, that you have to face. So number one, sign up with the NCAA Eligibility Center. Get online, get the information. Um, You'll have to pay a fee, and uh, you don't have to pay the fee right off the bat to sign up. You can actually get a waiver from your high school counselor, but you can get on there and sign up. Uh, You'll have to send your transcript in, send your test scores in if you have them through College Board. Um, and so some of that stuff you can do online, some of that stuff you'll have to wait till school opens, but you can definitely get online and sign up for that. Um, also too, you know, stay working out, you know, you can do a lot of workouts in the house, whether it's pushups, whether it's going in the backyard, whether it's, Hey, going to the park for a little bit and get some running in or whatever, run around the neighborhood, you know, make sure you continue to work out, study film. And also too, reach out to coaches, start building those relationships. You know, if, you had a coach uh, that came by the school or reached out to you previously, reach out. This is the time to reach out to him. Uh, keep him updated on what you have going. If you have any, you know, new film, I would definitely update my highlight video. Make sure you put your top 10 plays, really your, your top five plays up front. You know, sometimes coaches don't get past those five plays. They don't like what they see. So redo your highlight film. Make sure you put in your first five, 10 plays uh, top 10 plays on there. If you play multiple positions, make sure you put in those multiple position plays in those top 10 plays. Um, but also finding out, trying to find out who recruits your area, you know, from what school, because college coaches, a lot of recruit areas, they just don't recruit their position. They recruit an area and then um, everybody brings kids back from their area and you pick, you know, the, the recruiting coach get to pick or the position coach get to pick the top guys he like and kind of operates from there. Most places operate like that. So, um, you know, really start building those relationships um, and, and getting your academic stuff done. It's not a time to slack off that. You should be making the hundreds, you know, in every class. You got the Internet, you got help, all that good stuff. So focus on everything that you control. Um, and then, you know, building your, your social media platform, especially your Twitter. If you don't have a Twitter, create a Twitter. Make sure your Twitter name 
as close to your name as possible. It shouldn't be, you know, Big Drip 92, because if I'm searching your name, I don't know who Big Drip 92 is, but right. I know who James Jordan is. And so uh, make sure you're putting that in there. Make sure you watch what you put on there. You know, you can't have fun, but, you know, try to stay away from the cursing and, the you know, sexual stuff and all that good stuff. But um, really just do your research, you know, do your research, reach out to people who are in college, you know, ask them about their experience or what did they do to get there? Um, no matter if they're there now or older people or whoever else, but really start doing your research and, and controlling what you control. That would be my advice. And what are you doing with uh, branded sports right now because of with all the stuff that's going on with COVID-19 and you pretty much, again, we go back through social media and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I mean, just kind of reaching out. So, you know, mm -hmm. I just kind of wanted to, because of uh, potential, the spring games have been canceled. Summer mm -hmm. is still most likely right now. I'm hearing coaches are saying that pretty much people are close. I mean, they're, they're not, they're not doing any camps this summer. So mm -hmm. what are you doing right now to prepare yourself for the fall? Well, right now during the spring, what we're doing now, continue to pump out, uh, you know, student athletes, you know, whether it's highlight tapes, whether it's they're getting offers, um, you know, pumping out previous lists that, you know, that we've had of top performers, top sleepers, and also to, you know, building um, up the following, not just with student athletes, but also with college coaches. You know, college coaches are now starting to pay attention more to the platform. So, you know, starting to build those relationships to them, see how we can, you know, be, you know, of service to them. Um, and also to, you know, putting together some other things in the works as far as different this, uh, ways that we can, you know, have some fan interaction um, on the platform. And, and like I said, also to putting together um, the website. But, you know, this summer, this fall, just continue to pump those guys out. You know, we'll go to some camps whenever they open back up um, or some combines or, you know, hopefully all that stuff will be opened up, you know, by this summer and the end of the summer. Um, and then this fall, you know, we'll continue to go to games each week, have a player of the week. You know, we'll have fans. You decide the player of the week. You know, we have nominations, let you nominate. Because, you know, our motto at Branded Sports is your brand did it. Our brand did it. Now we're branded. And right. so, you know, that's what, what we want to do is just continue to, to work with the people, work with, you know, organizations like yourself, different events, um, and, and get through this together. And also, you know, like I said, continue to pump out, you know, uh, recruiting information, of, you know, eligibility center, you know, testing. I know testing is kind of slow. So we're kind of, in a way, you know, doing as much as I can. Um, and then kind of see, you know, have a different couple of different options uh, depending on, you know, how long, you know, things before they go back to normal or as normal as they will be. Well, well, well Nick, I want to thank you for being on this uh, podcast, uh, kicking it off, re-kicking it off for uh, 2020. I mean, again, this is the best time to start doing stuff like this because, I mean, social recruiting for student athletes and, and kind of getting – your perspective on it from the from being a coach to a player a coach to uh, uh entrepreneur so you have all those aspects that go in there so again this is a uh, uh, you know um, nick from uh from branded sports he's at at b-r-a-n-d-i-d -D sports 
Uh, also, you have Daryl Duvall from Powering You. What motivates you? Check us out uh, at P-O-W-E-R-I-N-G-U. Again, we look forward to hearing back from you. We're going to be doing a weekly series on uh, recruiting, and stay tuned for it. Nick, thank you for being a, uh, being my first guest, and I look forward to hearing back from you and talking to you. Thank you, brother. All right. Bye,